Welcome to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell, where each week you hear from safety industry experts and leaders discussing safety culture, team development, and the future of the safety industry. If you are looking for help with your safety program or have questions, head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Let's get started. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the True Safety Podcast. Uh, it's not quite the new year. We're recording this in one of the last few days of 2021. Uh, but I'm here with Apollonia Rockwell. Apollonia, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing awesome. I'm super excited. I can't believe that this, I really can't believe that this is a week before the new year's. Like this is mm-hmm. wild. I can't believe this year just flew by in like seconds, it seems like. So. I know. Yeah, it, it's flown by. Um, and to, so we wanted to take an episode and just kind of look back on the last year and look back on like what you learned in the safety industry in 2021. And so kind of just thinking through like what's stuck. Uh, maybe there's some things that you didn't think would stick around that did. Um, really just reflecting on what's changed in the industry over the last year. Um, so that hopefully all of us can be more informed heading into 2022. So, you know, first off, Apollonia, what are some of the key lessons you feel like you've learned or seen in the safety industry over the last 12 months of 2021? Yeah, that's a really good question. I just feel like... I feel like technology is the biggest thing that comes to mind. Honestly, I think that safety has always, in my experience, it's always been the last, like the safety industry has been the last to adopt new trends, new things and new ways of thinking. You know, when I started in safety, I, I just remember that the way that we were learning had advanced beyond, you know, death by PowerPoint, but safety industry specifically, I just felt was so behind, behind with technology, behind with trends, behind with, with learning. And so one thing that safety that was always stuck stuck in the past in the industry was just the utilization of technology and really banning online learning when it came to certain categories and topics. And so um, COVID really propelled that for us and it stuck. I really didn't think it would. So for an example, like monthly safety meetings, once companies were able to gather back together, the majority of our clients didn't like the majority of our clients that had to go to virtual safety meetings. Yes. There were some that were really excited to go back to monthly safety meetings in person and they did, but some companies continued with a hybrid and we're like, all right, for the people that do want to continue on with monthly safety meetings, that's fine, but we're going to keep our virtual options open. So that way we can, we can still, you know, keep on for the employees that weren't able to make it. So I thought that that would completely go out the window, but people, a lot of companies kept, kept on with it. Well, I think we saw, you know, we've talked about this example before, but even with like safe land classes, how before the pandemic, uh, you know, they were not doing them virtually. It was all in person. And so we provided them in person, but then obviously once everything shut down in March of 2020, then, you know, people still need to take safe land because they still need to be working and, you know, oil industry still needed to keep, keep their wheels turning. So they switched to virtual. And so then I think for a while we were wondering like, well, will this just be a 
you know, will this just be a trend? And even I think into 2021, we saw them, I, I don't know if they formally said that, you know, it's always going to be virtual or that they're, you know, both will always be an option, but we kind of saw where they probably could have gone back to, you know, only in person, but then they realized, you know what, like it's advantageous for us to offer both. And so I think there was a lot of technology solutions where people were, almost forced into adapting technology in ways that they weren't open to before. And then now that things are a bit more normal, they're realizing, oh, there's actually benefits. Like we don't necessarily need to go back to the way things were before. No, yeah, you're exactly right. And Safeline is a prime example because they still are allowing us to have these virtual classes. And I just remember, you remember too, that we'd get emails week by or month by month. Like next month we're banning, you know, we're going back to all in person. Next month, there will not be any virtual options. There's not going to be virtual options. And it just kept it did, they just kept allowing it month by month and, and that's where we're still at. And so you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, we were forced into it and it stayed because I mean, just look at the world that we're in, look at what we're facing right now. We're, we're facing, you know, COVID round two really, but it's like round six and seven and eight with, very, yeah, with, <laughs> with different versions and of, of, of the pandemic in a way, like we're experiencing it all over again. And so these virtual options are going to remain. And one thing too, with training, I feel like that was the biggest thing that changed for companies was, was training and how we, how we learn. Um, Yes. With Safeland is a good example, but just like virtual classes in general. So having not just online classes, but virtual. So they're live and it is a safety manager holding a safety meeting, or maybe it is um, a specific type of training. And everyone, and I think companies realized, hey, I'm able to reach our employees in Texas or our employees that are out of state. And this is a new way of training that I never imagined possible. I never imagined going this route. I was always concerned about engagement. I was concerned about um, X, Y, Z, but we just were able to make it, we were forced to make it work. So I feel Mm -hmm. like training was the biggest thing that changed. Yeah, it definitely did. Were there any lessons that stuck out for you kind of with some of your clients, maybe as, as they were adapting to that, maybe some things that your team learned as you were just trying to help your clients make that adaptation to doing more virtual training? Um, I think another thing that I learned in 2021 was how much culture mattered to an organization. And, you know, it's a, sure, it's a no brainer that culture is important and morale, you know, that's the lifeblood of a company. But I don't know that companies really, maybe that they really experienced that or saw that firsthand until post pandemic, because sure, when we were in the thick of it, it, people were afraid there was, you know, in all levels of organizations, people were afraid because there was so much unknown. Well, now we're, we were heading into post pandemic and things were starting to get back to normal, but there was still, there was still unknown. And so because of that communications communication was so important to the frontline 
team members of organizations because I think that people were still so scared. So that constant communication of what was going to be around the next corner from leadership was vital. And that affected overall morale and culture and just the pulse of the company became so important, um, I think, in 2021. I think that this was a big year for communication, for transparency, for you know leaders to show their vulnerabilities. I think that that was a huge, huge peace in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause in a time of uncertainty, I, I think that's really when leadership shines or a lack of leadership shines. And so I think there was a lot of people that, you know, there was just so much uncertainty, even I think, you know, 2020 was kind of the main like lock year lockdown year, but then coming into 2021, it was like, okay, well, you know, what is, what's the path back to normal? What are things going to be look like, look like, I think people wanted to have a confidence in, um, in a plan. And I think even in leadership from safety professionals specifically, because I think companies wanted to know that there was a plan Mm -hmm to get back to work safely. Um, so I I definitely see that. Was there anything that surprised you about kind of the safety industry over the last year? I, really, my mind still goes to technology. I mean, I think it surprised me that companies, I didn't know if it would be a fad almost in a way where, Mm-hmm. where trainings went virtual, online training was the way that companies were going to continue to onboard their employees. Like, yes, companies were forced into doing those things in the at first. And I just, I was surprised that that maintained throughout last year when things were starting to go back to normal and people were able to group up, but keeping on with you know, uh, virtualizing is what I like to call it. Their new hire orientation, like that stayed because they realized companies realized that this was the, this was an effective move. Like it was effective to go to online training for new hire orientation for your monthly safety meetings. And so keeping those things on really surprised me. Um, let me think of some other things. Um, really in the training, in the safety space, then yeah, then the training, of course, um, you know, one thing I haven't really thought about until now is that how, so this year, 2021, I, I'm trying to think of the actual phrase of what it's called, but I know some people were, were labeling this year as like the grand, um, what's it called? The great resignation. The great resignation. I'm glad you could read my mind virtually the great resignation. So it's, I was just talking about this with our CFO is that how hard it has been for companies of all sizes of all industries to retain talent and how much of an opportunity that continues to be for, you know, as a safety consulting company, because companies have had a really hard time keeping their in-house safety professional and growing that person. And so it's been an opportunity for us this last year to be, um, to be a staple in companies' safety programs because their companies are not having to worry, how do I retain my safety, 
manager? How do I grow the safety manager? How do I know that I'm not going to invest in freaking safely train the trainer, safe uh, first aid train the trainer, equipment train the trainer, and invest thousands of trainings and then the safety director leaves for the company next door Mm -hmm. um how do i know that they're going to stay and so investing in a safety consulting company has been really advantageous for our clients because they know that we're not going to leave them high and dry the next month and that's a real concern for our clients is that it's just out of they're they're already struggling on finding laborers as finding technicians, finding leadership levels, project managers. The last thing that our clients have to worry about is the consistency and keeping the momentum that they've been building up on their safety program. That remains the same. It's the last freaking thing that they have to worry about. Yeah. And you know, secret to the audience, we usually record a couple episodes at once. So like, I know that on our next episode where we're talking about kind of the pros and cons of outsourcing, we'll probably get into this, but uh, it's interesting to think about the great resignation because in that sense, it has been risky having, you know, having an individual and your loyalty, your hopes as a business attached to the individual has been shaky this year because people have been moving on to other jobs or moving up and like people have, I mean, it's really true. There's so many people that have resigned and moved on to other jobs, but if they hire a company like yourself, they hire a third party, then, you know, even if you have people moving jobs in and out of true safety, people have the security of knowing that like a true safety consultant is going to have the training, going to have the culture, going to have the understanding as opposed to hoping, you know, that you can find one person and then another person. So it's interesting because there has been so much instability in the workforce, but I think you're totally right that it has shown that it can, there can be a lot of benefits to having a third party consultant that, you know, there initially it becomes, you know, your job becomes hiring the right consultants and bringing the right people in, but your clients can just trust that, you know, Apollonia has got it taken care of. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like the same in, um, in the accounting space, you know, it's, it's, you know, right now, like on a business, on people know true safety, they know me, but like on the business side of things, like the personal business side of things is that, you know, like we outsource our, our accounting and our, you know, and that's just like a relief for me that I don't have to worry about growing and retaining, um, an an accountant. That's something that's outsourced, And I don't have to worry about if that person leaves or not. And that has been the case where our accounting company, somebody has left within that organization. And that's Mm -hmm. okay because my books were still maintained and everything was okay because they just filled that spot who just had to learn my account. But there were still people at that business that knew true safety and knew, you know, all the ins and outs of the business. So it was, it was seamless. It was a seamless transition, even though a new account rep was assigned to me. So it's just one last thing that I have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good example and a good illustration of it. As we head into this new year, what would kind of your encouragement be to safety professionals heading into 2022 that are maybe, 
maybe worried, maybe, I don't know. They're just looking back at the uncertainty of the last couple of years and wondering, you know, is it always going to be this way or, you know, what would your words be to safety professionals heading into this next year? Yeah, I would absolutely say learn and evolve and adapt. And I think one, this is what really excites me as a safety professional is if you're ending the year, you know, kind of having those thoughts that you just said, like, what can I focus on? Like, what can I really achieve next year? Like be the best in your space. Like there's, there's so much moving and changing in the safety world with OSHA regulations that it's exciting to me to be the best in the space. So learning, relearning and re-diving in, like re-becoming the expert in your space is what's super, super exciting to me. And so there's a lot of opportunity to be the best. Like there's not, you know, there's a lot of people that are just, um, you know, average safety professionals, average accountants, average this or that, but like be the best, like be the, mm-hmm. um, the beacon in your space. Cause I, that's, it's, it's less crowded there. Right. Yeah. And so, um, that's really exciting. Yeah. And then also just embrace the technology side of things. There's going to be a lot of AR and VR up and coming in our world and the way we learn is evolving and changing. So like embrace that, don't resist that and just embrace it this next year. So that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's well said. I think when everything from the last year, I think, one thing heading into this next year is that a, a, a safety professional and an employee that is committed to becoming better and better and is loyal to a company, loyal to their people, um, there's only more opportunity for them to, you know, for them to have opportunity to move up and for them to have opportunity, especially with how much people are shuffling jobs all around and people are wanting to leave. Like the people that say, you know, I want to do as good as I can here. Um, there's plenty of opportunity there for the people that will be learners. So it'll, it'll be fun. We'll have to compare this episode to, uh, the one we do this time next year and see what, what we learn over the next 12 months. But Apollonia, thank you for sharing some of your lessons and learnings from this last year. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to the true safety podcast with Apollonia Rockwell. If you are looking to save time and money with your safety program this year, we'd love to hear from you. Head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast to schedule a free call with our team, where we will help you identify the biggest opportunities for growth in your company and safety program, and we'll connect you with the right resources to help you grow. Again, that is truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you know anyone who needs to hear this episode today, click the share button and send them this episode. 